fed up with a man and all his silly headlines. You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. Uh, I'm your host, Robin Ayers, and I cannot figure out what song this is. Okay, hold on. Okay. Okay. I, I still don't know who it is. <laughs> I still don't know. Justin, no, it's definitely not Justin Timberlake. <laughs> do you remember a song called Blackavelli? Blackavelli, I do. Bada bang, bada boom. Wow, okay. By pressure. <laughs> By pressure, there it is. Uh, well, happy Monday. I hope everybody is doing well. If you are uh, just joining us, come on up in here and welcome to the Rob Report. We are getting started. Uh, <laughs> there, obviously, I say this all the time, Monday comes with different things that happen over the weekend. And of course, I've got some updates for you. You know, I didn't, I didn't make this a whole topic just because we already spoke about Lauren Hill, but Lauren Hill is saying some stuff. She, she finally took to the stage and addressed the backlash that she's been receiving for always being late. Now I'm not going to play the audio just because it's a little muffled. It's all of that, but she does say, y'all are lucky, okay? Y'all lucky I make it to this stage every night. She, uh, you know, that's how she feels. I don't like that response, but you know what? It is what it is. Uh, if you are purchasing tickets for Lauren Hill, you, it comes with a disclaimer that she might be late. More than likely will be late, as a matter of fact. Um, also, YouTuber, man, this is so dope. Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast, he builds 100 water wells in africa now what you should know is mr beast is a white man mr beast is a white guy and the reason i bring that up is you know he he he's made a lot of money on youtube and all of that stuff but he uh he built a hundred wells water wells in africa that's giving half a million people access to fresh water. And the reason I, I bring his race into it is because we're always talking about what are we doing for our own people? What are black people doing with your money? You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you build one well, but here this guy is building a hundred water wells. So shout out to him for that. That is extra, extra special to me. And um, I definitely wanted to acknowledge that. But I also want to acknowledge this one I'm very excited about. New Edition announced that they're going to be a 2024 Las Vegas residency. Okay, that is lit on every single level. That is so dope. I think it's a great balance of this new generation and old school. They're going to bring a lot of people out to Las Vegas. And that's apparently uh, starting in February. It's going to be six shows initially wrapping up in March. But I'm sure that if they get a lot of love, which I'm sure they will, they are going to be uh, extending that. So I'm excited. And listen, I didn't make it to Usher. But maybe I will make it to New Edition. I didn't make it to Usher. I didn't make it to Usher. Uh, our, our our contributor is in studio looking at me like, oh, I'm crazy for not having gone. I know. I know. There's been a lot of things going on. I have not made it out to see Usher. Um, and if you are a fan, lastly, of Couple Noodles, I thought I should let you know that <laughs> they changed the packaging to make Couple Noodles 
microwavable for the first time. That's kind of crazy. Um, stay away from that if you can, because that's all bad. You know, eat a salad. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and get started with the Rob Report. Andy, let's do it. Now it's time for a breakdown. All right, if you've seen our flyer uh, today, then you know what we're talking about. Justin Timberlake is being accused of using a black scent. We'll explain what a black scent is. Who? What is that? What does it look like? Who's okay to use it and who's not? Um, he's been accused of that allegedly from uh, or he, he Britney Spears, his ex-girlfriend, alleged that he used to use it. She's even given examples in her new memoir. Uh, we'll break that down. And I'll also tell you who's standing up for him, who's taking up for Justin Timberlake using a black scent. We'll get into that. We're also going to talk about Joey Ch- or Joy Chavez, uh, who is a dancer, entrepreneur. Her daughter, whom she shares with rapper, artist, actor, Bow Wow, her daughter, Shy, says she does not want to be pressured into show business. This is something that kind of hits my heart n- near to me because uh, my kids were in show business for a while. So I have some thoughts on this, and we'll break it all down on the other side again with our contributor who is in the studio with us, and I can't wait to uh, start this conversation. You are listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real. All right now, I'm hanging out with Robin on The Rob Report. That's right. <laughs> Well, let's go ahead and get straight into it with our contributor of the day, Nick Hamilton, who's actually in Los Angeles and not busy. Uh, so he came into the studio. What's up, Nick Hamilton? <laughs> oh, here you go. Thank you so much for having me. I, hey, listen, I, when I'm in the city, you know, I'm going to try to stop by as much as I can. You know, I'm always going to make fun of you for that. Of like, course you are. You are. I mean, but you stay booked and busy. It's not a bad thing, but I'm going to make fun of it, though. I, I know you are. I, I, I get it. I, I understand it. I mean, you, you, we, we'll laugh at it like we laugh at Lauren Hill. It's cool. <laughs> Uh, quickly, give me your thoughts on the fact that Lauren Hill says y'all should be lucky I make it to the stage every night. First of all, people should she should be lucky people even still want to see Lauren Hill. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> Lauren Hill has lived off of one album, one grand, multi-Grammy award-winning album mm-hmm. for decades. I mean, you had the I mean, it was an incredible album. She is she is definitely ultra talented i think she's one of the pinnacles of hip-hop but you have the audacity and the gall to sit up here and to (laughs) to scold people about you being late here's the solution get your ass on time on the stage and you won't have to have that problem you have been touring off of one album for over 20 years you left ran off one of the marley kids had a bunch of kids found out that relationship unfortunately didn't work for you and then you came out with an unplugged album when you sat on a bar stool with a guitar and an old dusty Yankees hat and sat there and serenaded people on the MTV Live or Unplugged album, which was actually pretty dope, but it still wasn't a full studio album. Mm -hmm. And you haven't done any jack crap since Mm -hmm. and have the audacity to tell people, stop complaining that I'm late. Mm -hmm. You've done one one feature, which was on Nas' album, the King's Disease album. We ain't heard you since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nas that got Grammys now. He done got th- three, four, five yeah. albums with Hit Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Where all, the hell have facts. you been? All facts. You know, I think it's disrespectful for her to to say something like that when you're not at all taking into consideration the people who are buying your tickets, the people who have things to do. Um, and so... Enough of that. I talked about Lauren Hill before, but I wanted to get your I wanted to get your input. I think most people think like you, as a matter of fact, you know. So it's just the nerve. But but before I move on, though, quickly is uh, if are you looking forward to hearing another Lauren Hill album? 
With her attitude, hell no. <laughs> okay, I mean, we leave she, it, we she, leave it where she, it's at. If she, listen, if she gets the right production and she steps into 2023, not 1998, mm-hmm. I'll be open. 2024, because, you know, we well, can move forward. Well, 2024, yeah. Yep. I'll right. be open to it. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Let's go ahead and talk about this Justin Timberlake uh the allegations, I'll say. His ex-girlfriend, you know, icon, Britney Spears. I don't even know if I call her an icon, She's, but she's Britney Spears, and she did a lot of things. Okay, we, we discussed this. Icon and legendary are two different things. Is that the, which one is that's that? The, that's the one with the knives. Is that the, I don't know what the knives are. You didn't is see it, the video she the... did with the knives when she was, oh, yes. she was playing with the knives <laughs> oh, in her drawers? Oh, on her um, Instagram. Yeah, when she was in her drawers playing with the knives <laughs> and going on. And they had to come check on her. They did a wellness check on her. And, and we we still question the, conservative, the conservatorship? Uh, okay. she, according to her, she just wants her freedom. All but right. she and, and a part of her freedom is writing this memoir. She wrote this memoir okay. uh, that's called The Woman and Me that actually did very, very well. It beat out Jada Pinkett's memoir. Uh, but anyway, now I ain't trying to pit the two women against each other but anyway the facts are the facts um she is claiming she of course talked about her relationship that she was with justin timberlake for a few years mm-hmm. and um she claims that he used to use a black scent now a black scent obviously like a black accent um I think I remember this time. Remember mm-hmm. back in the day when Justin Timberlake was a part of the um his big group uh in sync mm-hmm. and we already identified Justin Timberlake. We're like, okay, uh, he's he's one who could come to the cookout. This is what a lot of black people were saying because we heard the thing. We heard it in his music. Um, so I believe it. I think, I mean, we was on board with Justin Timberlake until he left Janet Jackson to, on, on the side of the road. Yeah. Well, and then that kind of changed a lot of the dynamic. That's why he had to hook back up with Timberland and Pharrell. Yeah. To get his, get his, get his you know, his, his, his black card back. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> the boy can sing. The boy is yeah. talented. He can act. He can sing. Listen, unless he was making racial jokes, unless he was using the N word and making racial jokes about against black people, what's the big deal? Okay, you kind of that's your stance on a lot of things. You know, when when we question and when I say we, I'm talking about us in the community, when we question white people doing things that start to veer into our our lane a little bit, you for the most part, that's where you stand. You're like, well, what's the big deal? No, no big deal about it. Because I'll tell you this. A lot of people will say uh, they use the word wigger. They use the word uh, like when they anytime you see a, you know, a white man or white woman mm-hmm. trying to act black right. you know what i'm saying and so but justin timberlake gets the pass i mean it's not so much a pass but i mean they said the same thing about eminem because eminem was hanging around brothers and he was yeah sounding but like that's brothers. different but that's different because because He's eminem, a rapper? no because he was raised in um he he grew up that he was born and raised like okay. in detroit so, like around uh, right, that environment. Mile, right yeah so what i'm saying is unless it i, I think Listen, I think it's much to do about nothing. I think Britney Spears is trying to sell her whack ass book. To be honest, <laughs> it wasn't whack. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm just. I mean, the same thing. <laughs> she's using the same tactics that Jada Pinkett uh-huh, is uh-huh, doing, right? Uh-huh. Tell all the dirt, spell all the all the tea, burn people with hot coffee if you have to mm. to get the book numbers up. Mm-hmm. Because from what I was told, even you talked about Jada's book. I know a couple people that read it. And they was like, most of the stuff that Jada wrote in there had nothing to do with what she was talking about with this tea that she was spilling. Mm-hmm. She just did that on her book tour to get people, in, you know, excited about the book. And, and I that think backfired, it's same, right? <laughs> that backfired. I for mean, real. you know, people she, felt she, like she, they already heard, they already right. knew what was in the book. And the thing about it is, you, who are you going to inspire? 
So I'm saying as far as Britney Spears is concerned, she talked about Justin Timberlake having a black scent. When she talked about, you know, allegedly him forcing her to have an abortion because he didn't want to be a father. Like, what? why do we care 30 years later? So what? Okay. I'm Y'all mean, not even together. It's fair. It's fair. I'm just, okay. And that's fair. Um, Andy, can we play this clip? Because I'll tell you what, um, Candy Burris, who was, uh, you know, she's a singer, Uh-oh. obviously. Keep Lee around. Uh oh! Oh, <laughs> you know she Candy Burris actually addressed Keith Lee. She addressed Keith Lee because he slammed her restaurant, the old lady gang uh, restaurant. But um, Bur- Candy is talking about her thoughts on this whole Justin Timberlake thing. Let's take a listen. A- any thoughts on the heat that JT is receiving? Okay, well, I did not read, you know, listen to the whole book. Okay, so to be clear, I don't want to make judgment about the breakup part, but I did hear the clip about what she was saying about how he spoke. I thought it was funny. But I don't want anybody to like down of Justin because you got to remember the times that we were going through at the time. That era of pop and R&B, it was like a lot of boy bands that did like urban music, urban routines and dancing, the whole image. And that was in at the time and nobody was passing judgment. Like right now, I feel like everything that we used to do back in the day people are getting counseled for now right Mm -hmm. and at that time nobody knew it was like a problem you know so i just feel like that was young justin leave him yeah i mean do you feel like that was uh britney's intention to get him canceled by bringing that up or is that just you think that that was her intention versus just telling her story a woman's corn a woman's corn I mean, and why, he's why, nodding why, his head like he he's feeling. Why, why why even bring that again? Why bring up all this stuff thirty years later, mm-hmm. twenty years later? Same thing I said with Jada Pinkett Smith. The reason why Jada's bringing all this stuff up because somehow, some way, she is scorned. I we, we later found out that her and Will don't have a prenup. She wants to embarrass the hell out of Will so Will can force his hand to get her about this marriage so she can get half his half his you know his cash. Mm. And so Will's trying to protect his investments and his cash so he's not letting her about the marriage. But that's why she's spewing. She's so trying to embarrass. You think it's that? Him. You think it's a money move for for Will? Yeah, same. It's a money move for Jada. It's a money move for Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody talked about Britney Spears in how long? Since that conservatorship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Ain't nobody mm-hmm. talked about her. When she drop an album? When mm-hmm. she drop a song? Mm-hmm. A remix? Hell, Taylor, Taylor Swift didn't remade her damn album. Sung it over. Had orchestras and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> we ain't heard Jack from, from Britney Spears except her sitting there when she got her, her freedom papers. Mm-hmm. She sat there and playing with knives and going on like she on on, on, a, on the last chef mm-hmm. on, on Hell's Kitchen. I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah, I think many would agree with you. Um, Lavelle DeLone, this is actually really funny. He says, Jada, Britney, and Joe Smith's wife can all be seated in the same section. <laughs> Why are they igniting smoke that these men didn't ask for? It ain't right. Now, if you if you we didn't talk about this on this show but you may have heard uh joe smith's wife keisha uh who joe smith is a former (laughs) former nba player he he was upset and he was recorded by his wife when he found out that she had an OnlyFans page now to me from the jump start this looks like an audition for for old girls she was a she was a, a a former uh adult movie what do you call it 
porn star. Okay. She was, <laughs> she was, that was her former, her former life. She says that, you know, um, you knew who I was when you met me. And so because he's not getting all his stuff together, I went ahead and got a job on OnlyFans. I'm, I'm making my money. And, um, but now she's turning this into a press tour. She was on TMZ Live. She was on uh, another podcast, another radio show. So she's making this whole thing about her and not necessarily about him. She's since talked about the fact that he got ghost on her, you know, left her. Mm -hmm. But she's hoping that uh, they can reconcile. Um, I smell fertilizer. And I'm going to use that <laughs> term on this on these airwaves. So I, I want to use something <laughs> okay. else. First of all, it's the clout chaser tour. No, mm. Again, we forgot about Joe Smith. Mm -hmm. Number one pick in the NBA draft in mm. one year. Mm -hmm. Nobody talking about Joe Smith. What am I talking about? So do you think this is a, a move that she was trying to this get? This is clout chasing. He knew he knew she had an OnlyFans. They, he knew he was being recorded. Oh, I wow. can't think of a man that would find out openly that his wife was on OnlyFans showing all her goodies, in the words of Sierra, mm -hmm. and you want to sit up here and act like it'd be that calm. Come on, man. Ain't no brother going to sit up there and be that calm mm. and, and go through that unless you know you're being recorded, and it's to get clout. And the thing yeah. about it is, First of all, he broke the cardinal rule. You play at one point. You played for the Golden State Warriors, my friend. <laughs> and you mean to tell me you broke the cardinal rule and nobody gave you some game? Nobody laced which is no what? Shit? Tell us what it. What is it? Don't make a a oh, housewife. Okay, yeah. And you did exactly that, and mm. nobody warned you up there in the bay with all that game circulating around your 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 head. Mm-hmm. No E forty, no too short, no yeah. Mac, no Mac Dre, yeah. no Mac Mall. Well, here's the here where, was, where the, was the where was where this was, was the, the telltale sign that he would he knew he was being recorded. I said this from Jump Start. I can't believe everybody buys into these things when everything is uh, when everything is recorded and posted on Instagram or social media. But when he wasn't looking at the camera, he was just going off with his back turned towards her and the camera. I'm like, that's not even realistic. He's turning his his whole body away from the camera and where she was, and he's just going off it, it just didn't seem right and so um anyway I, I i don't i don't really care to be honest with you this this is why i didn't talk about that on this show because to me it has no value it has no substance I, and i personally i don't want to even add to her narrative her narrative is like okay i'm on to getting this bag and so i don't want to help you by promoting what, you, uh, what you're talking she's about she's used to getting bags but anyway that's another life for <laughs> All right. So, um, but bottom line is you you find that it is okay. You you say there's nothing wrong with the whole black sin thing. Like I, said, I see Terry Tari in the in the YouTube chat asking, is there a difference basically between um between ebonics and the and a I black? I think it's how you go about it. I think it's your attitude and your approach. Like I said, if you're out here trying to mimic black people, like make racial stereotypical jokes, mm -hmm. if you're trying to belittle or, or devalue black people by talking like they're acting like that's how all black people talk and articulate themselves or don't or, or, or who are inarticulate um yeah that's a problem but if yeah. he if she's not saying that's what he did or that was that was his intent then it's much to do about nothing you trying okay. to like i said you're trying to sell your whack book that's fair um before we move on i do have a question of the day now this one came from masika kalisha and i actually thought it was a pretty good question um She's basically asking, does, do, does your intent change a sin? 
or is a sin a sin? So, for instance, if you steal food for your for your family, mm-hmm. is it still a sin or does God look at it differently? I'm going to ask that in the chat, but I want to know from you your thoughts. Is I a think, sin a sin? I think the why is just as important as the actual action. I think you have to ask why. If I'm stealing because my family is hungry and I can't find any other food, means to get food, I lot job, money, or what have you, I'm going to do what I got to do to feed my family. That's true. So I feel like. If God is all knowing that he know what I was about to do in the first place. Okay. And that's fair. What do you say to people who are saying, no, God provides, God will provide. Like if, there was another there, way. If, if there was another way, then it should have been provided. That's stupid. It would have been God gave us God gave us all a brain to use, mm-hmm. not just some forest fairy tale from Tomorrowland and Disneyland to think about. There's no Tinkerbell that's going to wave her a magic wand and tap me on the shoulder and magically food's going to appear. Mm-hmm. That's that religious nonsense that people want to believe in. And and they don't come to fruition. Like you got to use logic. But a lot of people that talk that have rarely been in that position. That's why they can freely talk about that. Mm-hmm. Because people that if you talk to people that have been hungry or have been homeless or you know couch surfing or what have you, mm-hmm. they will tell you a different story. Even though they may believe in God and say, "Hey, God protected me from maybe I I wouldn't have went here and I went over here and this happened and if I had went there, I would have probably not been here." That stuff is understandable. But when you're talking about real practical practical things that go on in life, like unless you've been in those shoes, you can't really it's easy for you to speak from the sidelines because you're not playing in the game. Mm. But talk to the people that play in the game and I guarantee they give you a different perspective. That's a word. Um what do you think about I mean is does it still apply to like we're we're using something pretty drastic. You mm-hmm. want to feed your your family, mm-hmm. pretty much everybody's gonna do yeah, that. Yeah. Um lying. Like, if you lie for a good reason, I don't want to hurt your feelings. You, if I lie to uh, – so, you get what I'm saying? Oh, so you're basically saying if a woman tells her man, hey, do I look fat in this dress? And he's like, no, nah, baby, you you look cool. <laughs> I'm not that one. I'm going to – I know you're going to say something. I'm going to tell you. I know you're going to be – Don't ask me. You're going to be honest. And don't ask me. See, but you want – that's why I t- I've said this to women before. Y'all want honesty. Mm. But then when you get it, you want to be selective with the honesty. No, 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 no. Either you want to do that's going to be honest with you <laughs> or you don't. It's real simple. Okay, that's you don't fair. Get it. You don't get it both ways. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> I like honesty, though. That's just me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to leave that in the chat. I want you guys to go ahead and vote on that if uh, intent makes a sin okay. All right. Right now, we got news, traffic, and sports. You are listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on The Raw Report. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, and I didn't know that Andy knew what was, you know, what was up with <laughs> I, I should have known, Andy. I should have known. And this is the jam, if you don't know. But Andy's in a mood. Like, I love the, I like the slow jams today. I like the slow jams. If you're just joining us, uh, welcome. Welcome. Come on in. We are talking about Justin Timberlake and his black scent, if that is, in fact, true, his alleged black scent that he was using while uh, dating his ex-girlfriend, Britney Spears. Um, Andy. How much of it has to do with him being from the South? Very good question. A lot of Southern question. folk talk the same. Very good question. I mean, and and as we see, like, he started to lean in towards R&B music, soulful music or whatever. I'm sure that was uh, that derived from someplace, you know. So, uh, you know, that that could be right. It could be right. Uh, but I do want to move on. We've got our, our contributor over here jamming to the music. Nick Hamilton is in What's the happening? studio with us. Uh-oh. 
<laughs> Is that so your you gotta, what's you gotta, that nighttime? You got to come with that voice. You can, you play that out. See, you be playing that. You be playing I'm that. Night, you be playing that Nighthawk, that nighttime music. I'm saying, uh, Nick Hamilton, you want to in your in your uh, in your like deep Kevin voice, Slow, you want to bring us into our next. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it is like it's dark right now. You feel me? I, so, yeah, it much darker, it's much faster. Like midnight yes. right now. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's the midnight hour, y'all. <laughs> Come on, man. all right. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and bring in our conversation about um, Shy Moss. Shy is this little girl who is brilliant. Uh, she's a twelve-year-old little girl, the daughter of rapper Bow Wow, and uh, her mom is Joey Chavez, who is a an incredible dancer, entrepreneur, all these things. But Shy, obviously, growing up in the business or around the business, is a very, very talented girl. And whenever her mom does videos with her, she'll do a lot of TikTok videos. It goes like viral because Shy is so, so good at what she does. Even, even in her acting, she is really good at what she does. And her dad, Bow Wow, who we know is an actor as well, he had done some things in the past. He was really encouraging his daughter, Shy to get involved in it and, you know, pumping her up. She's going to be the next star and this and any other. Well, Joy Chavez is letting us know why we haven't heard too much or seen too much of Shy Moss recently. Let's take a listen. Lastly, one of you was like, one of you were like, why don't you post Shy um, as much anymore? And, you know, people ask me that, too, like, on social media because they only really see Hendrix. Shy will not let me record her. You guys see it? You guys see it in the video? You see it? I don't know what it is. I don't know if because she's about to be a teenager. Like, she's literally going to be 13 in six months. Oh, my gosh. She's going to be 13. I'm going to have a 13, you She's going to be 13 in six months. Like... I don't know. She just does not like being recorded. She's just like, mom, stop, mom, 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 stop. Every time I have to like sneak into it. And even when I sneak into it, she gets so mad. She's just like, no, I look crazy. Like, no, I look crazy. My hair needs to be done. And then when her hair is done, she's like, mom, stop. <laughs> I'm like, what's the problem? She's like, I just don't want to be recorded. Like, I don't want to do that. And I don't want to act either. And I was like. There okay. is uh, a Why second part to this. Do we have the second part? Okay. I feel like you and my dad are trying to pressure me into like acting and all this stuff. And I don't want to do it. Like I just want to be a kid. I just want to go to school and like I just want to like you know be a kid and play sports and have friends and like that. I just want to be a kid, baby girl. In my head, I'm like, girl, you're 12. You're so talented and so beautiful, and you could really be out here getting to the bag at 12. Okay. But okay, I get it. I'm not. I'm not going to pressure her. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to pressure you. That's okay. not what you want to do. All right. And you don't have to so do it. But you guys. She's saying she's not going to pressure her. Um, and I see you podcast the inspire says good for shy wise. Um, yeah, good for her that she can speak up. I'm pretty sure that there are a lot. I've, I've seen it. I've seen it hands on where a lot of kids are being pressured to act or being pressured to make the money and, uh, really, you know, get to the bag. Like, like Joy Chavez says, Nick, give me your entire, your, your whole thoughts. Like she's giving you both both perspectives here she's saying what her kid is saying but she's saying listen if you only knew give yeah, me your old, thoughts oh phil jackson over there trying to coach her kid up <laughs> i'm like if you want the bag so bad you go get it like 
She I, is I, getting I, to the back still. No, I'm Her saying, but, let, but, you, but, but let the child, she's right. Let the kid be a kid. She's yeah. only going to be a kid once. Yeah. She wants to have some sort of a normal life. I mean, she knows that her parents, especially her dad, being, mm-hmm. you know, who he is. Um, and then her mom, you know, obviously being an internet, being on the internet, people know who she is. So mm-hmm. it's like, look, man, I just want to be a kid. I want to come home, play video games, hang out with my friends, do the things that kids do, mm-hmm. right? Go to school, normal, as normal as I can. I don't want, I don't care about getting to the bag. I have my whole life to get to the bag. Mm-hmm. You want me to get to the bag so you can get a percentage. You think you slick. <laughs> you going to get to the you bag. You think it's about, you think of that. Of course. Why would she think? Of, what did she just say? Okay, Girl, and you I got to get to the bag. Well, no, it's not. I don't. I have to talk about this from the from the position of being a mom okay, whose kids me, were please. in the business. Our, you know, my daughters. If you don't know, my mm-hmm. daughters were. Um, they were basically in the business since nine months old and because they're twins they were a hot commodity everybody mm-hmm. wanted to book them and, and that's great right because especially at the time they couldn't walk talk or anything so i'm taking them on these auditions so to speak and um getting them into uh daily they're doing shows they're doing commercials my daughter madison was on a a love's diaper box for 11 12 years i mean w- we have done it all right So as a mom who sees the talent and who sees, you know, you are able to get to the bag, you can start your college fund and all of those things. That's sort of uh, I understand that having nothing to do with me or their dad. We were straight like we good over here. We don't need your money. This is literally trying to look out for you. But you're a mom and not a momager. Right. You were telling them, girl, you better get to this bag. You say, hey. I'm sure you and your husband were like, hey, if this is what you want to do, we're going to support you. We're going to make sure you get it done. Mm -hmm. But there's no pressure. Definitely no pressure. It sounded like from that clip that she up here trying to coach her kid up to get the bag. Mm -hmm. And her kid is like, no, I don't care about the bag. I have my whole life to get the bag Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to entitle it. And it sounds like to me the fact that you coaching your kid up to get that, that's pressure. Yeah, the kid sounded like she was pressured. You're right about that. Anytime, anytime from jumpstart, I've always said, I've always told my kids too. The moment you are unhappy doing this, no more auditions. We'll stop this cold turkey. And they were at one point, they were like, we don't, we're tired of being taken out of school to go on these auditions. And a lot of the auditions are no. Like you got to keep doing them in order to get to a yes. And those yeses are great. But, you know, they were tired of that whole process. And I understood that. I'm like, well, for sure, 100%. We're not doing it anymore. So I, I totally get that. But I know people who are uh, influencers who have their kids involved. Mm-hmm. And the kids are saying the same thing. I'm tired. I don't want to film. But the the, the parents are like, um, well, what if I bribe you once a week? What if I, you know, just because you don't see the bigger picture right now and mom knows best. Because two things. One. They have some sort of failed career or failed ambition, so they're trying to live their life through their kids. Mm. And two, again, they're trying to get their percentages off that kid because they know the kid can't spend all that money until they're a certain age group. They get an allowance, from what my understanding is, especially with kids that's under 18, ever since that Gary Coleman thing went down Mm -hmm. years and years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think a lot of these parents, they're not a lot, but some of these parents are trying to relive and recreate their dreams and force that on their kid. And then also, too, it's the money thing. It's always about money. Anybody says, oh, it's not about the money. You a lying, <laughs> fill in the blank. Well, I, I agree with that. Even if it's not about <coughs> personal money, I think that it is about money in terms of, like, their kid getting it. Andy, did you want to 
say something? Yeah, I just, you know, I remember back when I was in elementary school, you know, I dabbled in acting a little bit or whatnot. And um Okay, acting chops. <laughs> I just remember how in, <laughs> I just remember how intense it was even at, at ten years old, having to go to practice, having to do plays, this, that, and the third. And I remember telling my, my parents, mm-hmm. even though they didn't add any pressure to me, I told them, you know, even though this was my choice to dabble in this acting, mm-hmm. I don't want to do it no more because I did want to have a regular life as a kid. Mm-hmm. Did you ever regret it? Yes. Okay. So, and that, that see, that's part, of, <laughs> that's part of what I'm saying. Now, obviously, circumstances are a bit different. Shy could possibly, we don't know her, her parents, uh, we don't know their, their finances or anything like that. But my assumption, one could assume that they're already taking care of, like, her college and, you know, her life. Maybe she's got money already stored up. Um, but, yeah, that could be a thing. What if, like, the parents actually do know what's best? I mean... But again, the kid is the one putting in the work. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hopefully she don't go to college. She's smart enough not to go to college um, and acquire that <laughs> debt. Um, hopefully she'll create something that's going to sustain her in something massive. Um, oh, man, there's a whole college conversation. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, coming I'm, up I'm not I'm not I'm not me. I'm not for the whole college thing. I know, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people it's, that it's, aren't. It's, it's, it's a trap, but that's another story for another day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this. It needs to be their decision. If they're the ones in the in the in the in the the, the thick of things, it needs to be their decision. Um, when they want, when they're ready to come out, then you got you got to let them out. Mm-hmm. No matter what you feel, what oh, you know, you could do this because as parents, we always want to. Well, what about this? What about because you always want the best for your kid. And I'm not saying that. Yeah, this young lady doesn't want the best for her child. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Bow doesn't want the best for his daughter. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, based upon the clip that was played, it sounds like. You want the bag more than she does. Yeah, yeah. And that's the problem. Yeah. Um, it, I think it's more so like I just remember looking at my kids and being like, oh, my gosh, y'all have it all. Y'all have it all. Y'all are. So I used to just be amazed at them myself and wanted them to take as much advantage as possible while they were young, while they still didn't mind. Now, there is the difference. The difference is shy is almost 13 years old and she's like I don't she's telling you off off the rip I don't want to do it um but what I have to say at the end of the day Joy says okay I'm not going to pressure her she has made that decision it's not like she's going to continue to do it she's she's already said she's not going to pressure pressure okay well we'll see you are you're not you are not a believer okay I'm not a hundred percent believer based upon the comments that she made because she talked out of both sides of her mouth. Mm-hmm. So I can't wholeheartedly think that you're going to just say, okay, I'm going to quit cold turkey. If she doesn't want to do it, I don't want to do it. But then at the back, in the one one point, you're saying, well, girl, go ahead and get this back. You're trying to coerce her to keep going. Okay. When she doesn't want to keep going. Okay, so I can't, I can't 100% believe that. That's just me. Uh, I did have a, a, a poll over here in the chat and uh, right now, it looks like pretty much all of you are saying the intent makes it okay. Um, that is a sin a sin, or does the intent make it okay? Some of you say yes, or most of you say yes. Podcast to Empire says, hey, Robin, Kim from New Jersey here. I was always taught that a sin is a sin, which I understand. I also believe that if the intent was not to harm, God knows your heart and will grant you grace. A sin is sin, sin. <laughs> around uh, here. Okay, so there's that. But I do have another poll because you know what? When we come forward, I might, I might just bring this up because Nick, 
I, I, I want to get your input on it. Is Do you believe in kids going to college? A lot of people say no. A lot of people say no. But there are a lot of people who say yes, and I'm one of them. But I definitely, I, I was on the fence for a cool little minute. But I have, I have things to back it up. So we'll get to that on the other side. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, BB, and you're listening to me on The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. <laughs> All right. Well, we don't have a lot of time, but I definitely thought this conversation was worth uh, discussing with Nick Hamilton, who is here in studio. You brought up college and you brought up that you think college is a trap and you don't you don't believe in it for kids to go to college. Um, But you were explaining some things on the on the break. So go ahead. Let me know. What I was saying is that it's a financial trap because it is designed to keep you in debt to start out. So why would I encourage my child to go for four years, acquire all this five figures worth of debt and more to just to get a piece of paper when 60 plus percent of the people that that major in their particular field don't even get the chance to work in their field, especially in today's society? What I'm saying is my the reason why I'm, I'm not against going to college. But what are you going to college for? Four, yeah. Anybody can get a damn piece of paper. You can go to McDonald's and go get a piece of paper. If you go to McDonald's University, that's a piece of paper. So what are you going for? We have to start changing the mindset of why we're having our kids go to college in the first place. If my son came to me and told me, Daddy, I want to go to college, my question is, what are you going for? Mm-hmm. If he came to me and said, well, I want to create a, a digital bakery business. Okay, here's what you do. Go to the community college. I'll pay for your classes. You take business classes, economics classes. Um, um, marketing classes and you take a psychology class so you can understand your business what mm-hmm. you are going for is to find your future employees and to network with other people to find out who they know so you can get your business plugged out mm-hmm. that's what you do that's why you're going to college i will pay for you so you don't get into enormous amounts of debt student loan debt which again is nothing but a trap because when you start out in the world you are already behind the eight ball because you owe so much money okay andy Real quick, had a friend of mine working at Costco, slinging pizzas, slinging hot dogs. At the same time, he was going to West L.A., a junior college, for two years, a certificate program for web developing. He graduated. He got his AA. He got a job in Washington, D.C., and now this dude is balling. Mm Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> okay. See, I know, I, okay. So let me let me respond to that. Uh, both of you are absolutely right. And I and I remember um, for years, I, I never went to a, a traditional four year college or university. And I went to I, I went to trade school. I went to fashion school. I had to network my way through. I had to navigate m- my life to try to figure out what I was going to do next. In a lot of ways, that hurt me. In a lot of ways, that hurt me. The fashion industry is great. It, it really is about who you know. It really is about networking. And, and not everybody has that skill. That is either innate or that is something that's taught. But um, what I did, what did help me out is I learned who I was. I got so much more comfortable in the skin that I was in. I, I became confident to actually go into the world. I think going to college is a big part of that. The other thing is, I think, especially in our community, we tend to have a, a, a view that it's going to set you behind. We, we tend to think you're paying for college. Why don't we encourage our kids to go for scholarships, to actually like really apply yourself to do the best that you can to have it paid for already? We don't we don't have that conversation. I think that that's lacking in our community. Andy, just like uh, <clears throat> my man, uh, my man said that you have to have a plan because I was the same way, too. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go to college for the sake of going to college. And I felt like for the first two years, I was taking classes to be taking classes and was really just kind of floating around. Not really, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm studying something and I'm I'm, complete, I'm doing something completely different. 
Mm-hmm. No, it's true. I mean, and, and actually, I just pulled up some statistics right now because uh, you were giving me some statistics I wanted to look for myself. College dropout rates indicate that up to 32.9% of undergraduates do not complete their degree program. 100% get it. I know a lot of people do complete it, and a lot of people mm-hmm. end up doing things that, see, we live in a time right now where, of course, we're social media savvy. We, uh, we're, we're very tech-driven. We are. It's all about coding and web and mm-hmm. social media and managers and, you know, um, a lot of entertainment things. But there is a whole other side. There's a whole professional side that we don't seem to be having. It seems to have gone from sports and entertainment um, to this new social media world. But we're not talking about all of these other actual careers that would actually require you to uh, have a degree. I mean, I think that's that's important as well because everybody, I mean, college is not for everybody. Everybody doesn't want to be a doctor, lawyer, engineer, what have you. Those that do, go, go do what you got to do but i think in this technological savvy age we don't encourage enough of our children from our communities to get into the tech space which is why silicon valley looks the way it does because there's not enough of these programs that can get these kids ready for a place like silicon valley or other places like that like he said his his friend of his you know got his his two-year degree in a vocational school in web design and now he like he said he's out here living a good life because it's something that is a need we have to address a need and a lot of times we don't talk about the need that needs to be addressed we just talk about our wants that be, need to be addressed yeah and that leaves you at ground zero and that's why we we have such enormous amounts of debt and these kids and these people have to work two and three jobs because they have to pay off these student loans or it's going to screw up their credit. So mm-hmm. they, they're, they're, it's always, it's, it's they're constantly on the hamster wheel is what I'm saying. And Land, uh, Andy, get the, get the last word. That history degree ain't going to fix my toilet. That's clogged up. <laughs> well, yeah, we need, we need a lot of, we need plumbers. We need electricians. Mm-hmm. We do need, we need uh, people who are geniuses in the web. Own your Go own ahead. business too. Own your own business. I'm definitely a fan of that, but we also need marine biologists. Shout out to my daughter, Brooklyn. Sure. Uh, we also need lawyers and, and, and criminal mm-hmm. reporters and people who are trying to do things. Shout out to my daughter, Madison. And so, yeah, but my, the last thing that I would say is that we need to encourage our kids to think bigger, goal for scholarships, really apply yourself because you don't have have to be a part of the the masses of people who are saying yeah i'm just gonna um go ahead and get into all this debt you can apply for scholarships there are a lot of them out there and that is my last word on that nick hamilton thank you so much for joining me in the studio it's always a pleasure to have you here and you're welcome anytime uh very briefly let everybody know where they can find you instagram at nick hamilton la x at nick hamilton 213 and uh youtube.com slash nh experience tv well, you already know Zoe Williams is coming up next. You don't want to change that dial. I'm Robin Ayers, your host. And remember today and every day forward to be a blessing.